Road to Life. We love you. We're so glad to be back together on our podcast. We're here with Pastor Mike Shepline, and we're going to hear the message from Sunday where you can be inspired through the Word of God and maybe even a funny story. For more information, visit RoadToLifeChurch.com, and we'll see you next week. Lots of people traveling this weekend. Um, anybody, anybody like go, does anybody come back already from Christmas? Anybody in here online, you can just lift your hand to the people. Maybe you're in another state or something like that. I want to I talk about something today. And I want to, it's, it's actually going to segue into something. But the title of it is Highways. The title of it is Highways. You know, maybe you've heard the term in, in your past where somebody would say, oh, that's a well-worn path, speaking to a way maybe that somebody responds. That's just kind of the way that they go in that. Or maybe, you know, oh, that's the road that they just take. And it's really speaking in regard to maybe uh, decisions that somebody makes or decisions that you can readily see kind of like, oh, this is kind of the way that it goes in regard to when this happens, they go here. When this happens, they go here. And they've got this well-worn path in regard to their life. You know, that when you see the word in the Bible, path, whenever you see it, it's synonymous with, and it can actually be interchanged. There's two different Hebrew words for it, but they both carry the same connotation, and it it could be substituted for the word way. It could be substituted for the word highway. It could be substituted for the word road or pathway for travelers to travel on. If you actually look at it in the um, Brown Driver Briggs, which is a lexicon, it means a way, a path, a road. It means a passing way to go through. It means a way of living figuratively. It also means a traveler or a highway. So when we, today we're going to look and when we talk about highways, what we're going to see is all of us have a path. All of us has a road or a highway that we take in our life that is normal to us when, and we're comfortable with it. We're comfortable with that particular road. How many of you before have jumped in your car and you knew you were going to go somewhere and you just got there and you were like, oh my gosh. I didn't even think I'm already here. How many of you know what I'm saying? You, where you just got in the car and you were just driving and you're like, I hope there was no accidents. How many of you know what I'm saying? Because your brain just kind of shifted over into that particular place. And in many cases, we don't even think about it for the most part, but our roads or our highways or our paths can become a reflex in our life. And it's just a reflex. Certain things happen and we go into this reflex of this road, of this highway, and of this path of that. And I think all of us, and as I said earlier, have gotten to a place where we stopped and we say, I don't even remember turning to get here, but I do know that I'm here. And I think in our lives, what we've got to realize in regard to our decisions, we might not even like it, but it's become so well-worn and in some cases, it's all we've ever known. And so we've got this road or this path. You know, when I was 19 years old, um, four of my brothers and I decided, I'd lived in Texas, and we decided that we were going to go visit my 
my uncle and my aunt and my cousins, they had like five girls and they lived on this lake in Orlando, Florida. And so we were going to take that. We were going to take a road trip and we were all going to go visit them. And you know, back then in our age, the number one thing was economy. How many of you know what I'm saying? And so that means whose car gets the best gas mileage. It's not about comfort. It's about gas mileage. How many of you know what I'm saying? And so my one brother had a Honda Civic and that Honda Civic, how many of you remember it? I'm not talking the new Honda Civics. I'm talking about the first ones that came over from Japan. Okay. They, they were like, they could not comfortably seat four people in them. We put five in. And what we determined is it was most important for the driver to be the most comfortable. And then next to that was the passenger seat. And then the three that were in the back, they just pretty much were left to fend for themselves and to find comfort along with all of our luggage for two weeks. And so we took off in this car. And what we did is, is I remember, you know, back then, um, we decided that, uh, number one, we were going to drive straight through. We were not going to stop. And so we would drive straight through. And then we decided the rotation of the drivers, who was going to be driving and who was going to be doing what at different times, you know. And, and, um, and so one person would get tired. This person would just kick in. And back then, it was all about Thomas Brothers maps. How many of you know what I'm talking about? They were the old paper maps that you pull out and you lay on and you say, okay, from here to here. And then you would turn to the States and you would figure out, okay, we're going to go from here. Some of you are looking at me like, oh my gosh, did they have mules back then on the highway? No, it was, it was, it wasn't that long ago, believe me. But they would, and so we, what we did is that we, everybody's going along. And, and I remember I was the driver and it came to about like midnight or one in the morning and I was just nodding. And so I nudged my brother in the next seat over and I said, it's your turn. And I pulled over and we switched seats because the people in the back were sleeping. And so I got the comfortable seat right next to him and we're cruising down the road and I'm, and I'm just sleeping. And I remember at about six o'clock or quarter to six in the morning, the sun was just coming up and I woke up. And as I was waking up, I was like, oh yeah, I'm still in this car and I'm looking around and we pass this sign that says, welcome to Georgia. And it took a minute. And I thought, we're not supposed to be in Georgia. How many of you know what I'm saying? Texas to Florida, there is no Georgia line. <laughs> and I remember looking at my brother and saying, we're not supposed to be in Georgia. And all the people wake up in the back seat and like, what's going on? Be quiet. What's going on? I said, we're in Georgia. He missed the exit. He took the wrong road. We're in Georgia. <laughs> he just looks over. He's like, well, you guys didn't tell me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I, we, we went four to five hours out of our way. In that car, in that situation, and we're like, pull over. You are in the back. How many of you? you and I remember they, we made the, you know, that we, we made the shift. But, you know, you think about it and, and that 
this past year has presented us with some exits. It's presented us with some roads. It's presented us with some paths. It's presented us with some highways that in some ways have become a well-worn road psychologically in the way that we think now. And we just go there. We just, it's just kind of like, we, we just go there. And I believe that we need to assess them because it's taken our life in a direction. And I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm saying we have to stop and we have to look and we have to say, because God gave us this thing called our will and the world around us affects our will and what we live in affects our will. And I believe that God is saying, what highway are you on right now? What is it going to get you to the destination that you want to go? Is it the destination that you desire in your life? Or have you, due to the exits and due to missing an off-ramp and due to this situation and due to this circumstance in your life, now what you've done is you have taken a turn and you have gotten off of the original destination and you're the only one that you have to stop and say, okay, I realize right now that I have allowed myself to get in a well-worn path psychologically maybe in an area that is not going to bring me to the destination that I want to go. And I believe that God is saying, I want you to assess your highway and ask yourself a really simple question. Is this road stayed on going to get me where I want to go? Whenever we have change in our life, we must assess the exits, the roads, the highways, the paths, we must assess all of those things. And, and what I have noticed in our life is that God will not force his way in, but he waits for us to say, are you still, are you moving in the right direction? Look at what it says in Proverbs 16, verse 17. It says, the highway of the upright turns aside from evil. The person who guards his way. Do you know that word way right there is the exact same word as highway. If you look it up in the Hebrew, it's the same word. So it, it, he said, he who guards his way or his highway or his road. Look at what it says. They preserve their life. That's what they do. He said, so there's a highway of the upright that turns aside from evil. It turns aside from that kind of stuff. And the person who takes that seriously and guards their highway, he said, realize it'll preserve their life. It'll preserve their life. Psalm 16 verse 11 says this, you will show me the path. That word path is the same word again of life or the highway, the road. You will show me the path of life. Now look at this in your presence is fullness of joy, and at your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. I think it's interesting that he talks about our highway, our path, our direction, but then he begins to stop back and talk about joy and provision within our life. Psalms 27 verse 11 says this, teach me your way. That word way, once again, the same word, highway, path, roadway. Oh Lord, 
teach it to me and lead me in a plain and even path. That word is the same word again, because of my enemies, those who lie in wait for me. We all know that people are not our enemies. Are you with me? People of this person, no, people are not our enemies, but Satan is our enemy. And one of his tactics is to get us to take wrong roads in our life, to get us to take an exit, to take a detour, maybe intentionally, maybe not intentionally. And what he does is he comes in and and we have to say, God, I want to get back on course in my life. Psalms 139 verse three says this, you search out my path. That word path there is the same word. If you look it up, it means a, a direction, a habit, a course of life, a way and a highway. Search, search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Look at that word ways there again, and it's the same. God is saying, realize this, that you're on a road right now. Anybody, anybody like long road trips in cars? Is there anybody that likes long road trips? Some people do long road trips in cars. Is there anybody that you do not like long road trips in cars? I, you know, I often thought of this, I would think of this, and I would, when I was on a long road trip, I would just simply reflect back to wagon train days and thought, how would it have been back then? How many of you know what I'm saying? 20 miles a day, you know what I'm saying? You know, in, in Luke 14, Jesus is telling a parable about heaven, and he compares it to a big banquet or a big party that is going on and that there is an invitation list that goes out to all of the people that were invited to this. And when the banquet starts, there's hardly anyone there. And so he goes to the person who's over the invitation and he said, what's up? Didn't you invite all the people that were supposed to be here? And the Bible says that word comes back and he says, you know what? I invited everybody that you said come, but they all got busy. They were busy with this, distracted with that. They all got busy and and they couldn't make it. And then in verse 23 of Luke 14, it it says, then the master said to the servant, go out into the highways and hedges and urge and constrain them to yield and come in so that my house will be filled. See, there are times in our life that we can set our life on cruise control And then there are times that we got to take a death grip on the steering wheel and say, I got to turn this thing in the right direction right now. I I can't just go on cruise control because what I've learned is I've got a way, I've got a road, I've got a habit, I've got a pattern. And and I realize that that right now, God, what you're saying to me is that, okay, I need to turn this thing and get on the right road. I need to turn it and get it in the right spot. You know, as we come to the end of, 21, I believe that God's asking us a really simple question. And the simple question is this, how's your highway? What's your road like that you're on? What's the path like that you're taking right now? Is it going to take you where you want to be? Or when you look at it, you say, ooh, that back there affected me being here making the, 